we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew, how you doing, Edward? I'm doing good. Did not get a lot of sleep last night for some reason. I didn't either. I'm wondering if... I keep asking you if Mercury's in retrograde or something's going on in the stars, because I feel like Venus is keeping me awake. <laughs> Venus? Why I don't Venus? know. I No, I have no idea. I just named a planet. <laughs> well, there was a full moon last night. Oh, does that have something to do with it? Yeah, but we're in a flex period. We're like losing our old self. I think the moon is in Scorpio, which is a rebirth of self. You know, Scorpio is like death. Oh my God. I was totally joking, but you're actually tracking this. Uh, yeah, you oh. know I do. <laughs> no, I know, but I wasn't <laughs> sure if you were truly up to date on it. I also, I don't know, maybe it's the weather. I, y'all, I know we always give a weather report, but today it's... It's Hot. it's 55, 55, 60 degrees, 62 degrees. Oh, yeah, I haven't been outside here. yet today. So yeah. that's probably why I made the nice little jaunt from my my hood to yours, which is. Yeah, thank you. Because, again, you know, I still can't walk really my knees. Health insurance, y'all in this country. Like, I know it's like a running joke at this point, but it really is a nightmare. And I've had such a hard time finding a, a health insurance provider slash a doctor who will freaking help me out but that's also probably why i'm in a mood because <laughs> i'm just tired of dealing with this knee but god bless bravo and the housewives and summer house for keeping me uh afloat although i was so upset that there was no salt lake city and for some reason i could not rack my brain as to why there wasn't one i was like valentine's day do they take the, do we take time off for valentine's day but then i forgot that uh, it was the Super Bowl on Sunday, which we watched. So I don't know why it slipped my mind. Uh, but, you know, Euphoria was on. So I don't know why Salt Lake City couldn't also be on. Well, I, I don't know. I think Euphoria is a little bit of a different demographic. A horse, a horse of a different color. Yeah, I yeah, guess so. You know what I mean? But I'm glad, you know, that we got a, a break off of Salt Lake. Looking at the silver lining, that means we get a little bit more of it. That's true. You know it's not I mean? over as quickly. It's extended just another week you're for right, us. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You know, you got to stay positive in these times. The weather's getting better for like a couple days and then, you know. It'll go, it'll go right back down to 20. We've got rain next week, Monday, Tuesday. Oh, really? It's on, I think. It's yeah. not, is it freezing rain or is it nice rain? It's going to be cold. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, speaking of Valentine's Day, I don't know if you saw, I I think I showed you, but oh, yeah, Gina, Gina got the best <laughs> gift for Valentine's Day from Travis. Y'all, if you have not seen it, go to Gina's Instagram Travis got her a cameo from Emily and it's so funny because it's like the boilerplate like, hey, I heard you're a big fan of the show and a huge fan of me. Like, uh, treat yourself well Valentine's Day, but give a big hug to Travis. It's so That hilarious. is brilliant. I I just, Travis is sort of like the, the silent hero on the OC, but he really is such a stand-up guy. Her, Gina's kids, you can tell, love him. Really see him as a father figure. And I just, he just constantly just nails it. Always. Um, also, speaking of Valentine's Day, we were at a, dr a drag brunch this weekend for a friend. Oh, yes. And we sat down at the table and I had to LOL because immediately they put down free for the table. Loverboy. Loverboy was doing an activation at this restaurant and they were doing like a singles Valentine's Day, I think, speed dating situation. But to promote it, they were giving every table free Loverboy 
for the day. And I just had to say kudos to you, Carl and Kyle, for really, you know, getting the name out Busting there. Busting their butts. Truly. I mean, that's the, that's, I think that's the reason that it's so popular and it's everywhere. It's like, okay, where do we target our demographic? Girls and gays. Drag brunch. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> and well, and don't forget, uh, uh, by the way, shout out to Peaches and Skywalker, two incredible queens that gave us quite a show. Part of one of Peaches' performances included oh my Kim Zolciak. Yes. So she did a mix of Seven Rings by Ariana Grande and The Ring Didn't Mean a Thing by Kim Zolciak. I was laughing so hard. It was the funniest thing I, I ever I was shocked seen. because I haven't heard that song in such a long time. And it was like, it was, it, first it, it felt like deja jarring. vu. Because I was like, wait, wait a second. I, I know this. I know this tune. And uh, yeah, it all came screaming back to me. Kim in the in the studio well, trying to lay down the track. Hearing the difference between Ariana's voice and then Kim's voice was just, it was a night and day for me. Uh I mean, absolutely. I mean, obviously, Kim <laughs> is the bigger artist in this moment. Oh, of but. course, absolutely. I mean, that's that's what, exactly what we're trying to say. But we've had a very Bravo filled filled week, even without Salt Lake, even though we only had three shows. Yeah, it was great. Uh, do you want to start with uh, Summer House? Let's start with Summer House. Yeah, this week was a, I think, a very needed episode. I think we don't really get to touch on tough topics on Summer House, really, truly ever. Agreed. It's all party, 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 fun, fun, fun hookup, drama, love, sex, rock and roll. But this week we saw a completely different side of the Hamptons and kind of got a glimpse into what Maya and Ciara are going through. I mean, we can never truly understand what it is like, but I appreciate the fact that both of them had the conversations that they did and then had the conversations with the larger group as a whole. And Essentially, what they were saying is how hard it is to be black in the Hamptons because they feel like an outlier when you just see a sea of white, which is completely fair. And I think everyone else that was a minority in the cast, you know, Alex and Danielle also said, yeah, we also have similar experiences, but it's nothing compared to what I'm sure, you know, you are dealing with, especially with everything that went on during the pandemic with Black Lives Matter and all of that it was very hard to kind of go from that situation and then kind of go back into this world that was very similar to what was before that, where it kind of wasn't talked about. Andrea kept, you know, mixing up Maya's name, even calling her Lexi, which there isn't even a Lexi in the house. And Maya expressed that that was very triggering because, you know, she was one of two black girls at her private school and they would always mix them up, even though they looked nothing alike just because of the color of their skin. And for her to be brought back into that in this house, I think, and not only be brought back into it, be, but being able to express that to the group was very brave of her. And it was, I have so much kudos for her and Ciara. Like, I admire them so much for being able to have these tough conversations in the house. Agreed. And I was pleasantly surprised with how everyone in the group really shut up and listened and just let those two women talk it out except for Luke. I was going to say Luke uh, had a moment. And I'm glad that Kyle kind of, you know, <laughs> immediately put him, put him in his place. Yes. But, um, you know, I, you could tell that immediately Andrea was affected and immediately realized what he had done, whether he was, whether it was his, his intention or not. And it was nice to see them all give each other grace and give each other compassion and, I think the summer is going to go so much better now than it than it than it was 
than than where it was heading. Yeah. And I think that Maya's going to let her guard down now because she probably feels a lot safer and a lot more comfortable because she could express herself. And uh, kudos to Maya and Sarah for for doing that. Yeah. Again, I like what you said about you know Summer House is usually just a lot of uh, a lot of drama and a lot of you know and we drunken still had that too. mistakes and 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 ridiculousness, which is all well and good. But it's nice to remember that these are real people and that we're living in interesting times and um i thought everyone handled themselves beautifully and yeah again maya uh well, not that i didn't love you already but the courage and bravery you showed was was awesome it was really great and ciara too we can't forget ciara oh I of course for her bringing you know into the group and even though Paige also made the mistake at the beginning of mixing up ciara and maya i really did appreciate her going in and having that conversation even though she did they did like leave maya but you know she needed some time alone to not go out and party yeah good for um, maya for like for claiming what she needed, you know, a hundred percent in other news. We're not going to beat a dead horse. Kyle and Amanda still having issues. It shocked me that he's never gotten her a present for either a birthday or a holiday. He can't. I just, I really, Oh my God. The fact that we know that they went ahead and got married and went through with it. I just, Oh, it makes me sick to my stomach because I just don't want Amanda to live a half life. And I don't want her to regret, you know, jumping the gun in terms of getting married. Cause maybe Kyle and Amanda would be ready one day and maybe they, you know, with time and energy and therapy would get to a place where they were ready to get married because it seems just so clear to me that they weren't ready to go. And because they've been together for, I think they, because they've been together for so long and they've been putting off the wedding and changing the wedding. It just, it felt, it feels like they're doing it because they feel like they have to. Yeah. And it's really, really sad. I think we're going to get more into it next week with, um, Daniela and Kyle talking about the only thing they have in common is lover. Oh my God. I just, it's heartbreaking. I, I just, I'm really nervous to see where this is headed. And I, again, I don't know. I don't know how the reunion is going to go for them. I'm already thinking about mm-hmm. them having to recap and rehash all of this, you know, now. And I just, ooh, I don't know how it's going to go. It's going to be a tricky reunion for sure, I think. And I mean, also, it's going to be a tricky reunion for Andrea and Paige. I'm still team Andrea. I know uh, I, I, I'm, I've yet to see evidence to the contrary that Craig is the one to choose. But I'm keeping an open eye and an open mind because we haven't even gotten through half the season yet. I'm also, it still blows my mind that Kristen Cavallari has now entered the chat here at <laughs> Summer House. It's kind of beneath her. You know, I, I love as, Summer House. Don't get me wrong. But I feel it's a little beneath her, her pay grade. <laughs> I, I have to agree. Yeah. I, I, I feel like she's reality show royalty where these are just up and comers. Exactly. And if I were her watching this, I would be. Money, money. Yeah, 100%. If I were her, I would just be like, ooh, maybe I uh, pitched my rag into the wrong horse. Well, you know who Paige and Craig spent Valentine's Day with? No. Stassi and Bo. <gasps> what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe that's Stassi and Bo's way back in is is through the Summer House Southern Charm route. route. I mean, it would be it would be interesting. I I do think Stassi is getting poised for a comeback. I truly do. I think this is this is her planting seeds and getting things going. But it, I thought that was very interesting. But next week looks fun. It looks like a little like S and M leather party situation. Yeah, which Ka- I have to say, Ka- or, um, Alex looks very good in that harness. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to. I did mention. Well, he's a, he's. I a totally get what Sierra is saying that he's a little too, you know. Um, uh, type Timid. A and just too predictable for her. Yeah. She wants more variety. She wants more she wants spon- spontaneity. <laughs> um, and she wants Carl. Like I, I get it. But um, 
I don't know. I, I think Alex, I'm, I'm, I'm warming up to him. You're warming up to the look of him. He's still got no, a no, dud no, no, personality. No, but he seems very sweet. And he seems, yeah. you know, I just think he is very, you know, there's nothing wrong with being mild mannered. You know, it's also nice to offset the cuckoo cachoos that live in that house. You know, we'll see. We'll give him a chance. Every show needs a, a little center, you know? Okay. <laughs> My center of the show is Lindsay Hubbard. So I'll get out of here. Do you want to do Jersey or do you want to do OC? Should we do OC first or Jersey first? Which one do you? You Let's just asked do, me that same question yeah, and I, I the, put it back to you. I can't it, make a decision. No, you can't. I always have to make decisions for us. It's fine. I'll just keep doing it. Let's just go ahead and do Jersey since we'll do a timeline order. Okay. So let's go to Tuesday and let's go to Jersey. So this episode, there was kind of two main things it was about. It was about Jackie and her journey and it was about Melania and Joe. So first of all, we need to purchase waking up in the morning of thinking about so many things sweatshirts. Okay. Immediately. No. Are you kidding me? Immediately. I thought that was so ap- I mean, on one hand I thought, Oh my God, how freaking ridiculous. But also Gia go off. Take, you know take your brand to the next level. You know what? If it is supporting Gia, I have to this say. This is why yeah. I turned. Cause at first I was like, ew, this is gross. How ridiculous. But then I'm like, you know what? I love Gia. She's a young woman. She needs to, you know, get her brand up and going, capitalize on the moment. Yeah. And I really do want my own because also, was it lavender and pink? Those were the two colors. Yeah. Oh, it was blue. It was like a blue baby blue kind of situation. And a, and a pink. And or, a I pink. don't know. I, I, I just, I, We've already made we'll some lover boards. We'll get you the blue because yeah. it, it works with your eyes. And then I'll get the pink because rosé. Great. If we're not going to get Brooks Marks tracksuits, which I, I don't do, think we should, I think we should do you know the GS stuff. Ball ball I know. That's why I was like, let's put, put a As pin what? in that right now. Kindling for a fire. Yes. Let's go ahead and uh, purchase some sweatshirts because they looked adorable. I also love how Teresa's like, yeah, she went viral. Like all the rappers. <laughs> it's just so funny to me that. This moment has now reached the world. It's a moment that we all love, and now the world shares it with us. So kudos to you, Gia. But at this photo shoot that they're having, Teresa's saying that Louie wants to have a talk and like a pizza night where they can talk out their feelings and get to the bottom of the whole Joe Gorga drama. And Melania's like, I'm not going to that. Yeah. And Gia's like, I understand where you're coming from, but me and Joe – you know, made up. And at the end of the day, he is your uncle. And she's like, but what he said to you and what he said to the family, I would have gone off and seeing what happens actually at this pizza party. I do think Melania is all bark, no bite. I think she's, I think she's very hurt because we do know how much she loves her father. She out of all the daughters was the closest, the closest to Joe. Judice. A hundred percent. So I understand why this affects her more than I think the others, but at the same time, they, she is a little bit younger than Gia, but they need to understand truly that Joe is not, even though he's not delivering it, maybe in the best way, what he's saying isn't wrong. Agreed. And I think that Joe, when, when they all got together and were able to see each other face to face and kind of be in that space where they all were, you know, trying to share, I think that Joe realized that I'm their uncle. I was probably wrong in the fact that I didn't reach out to my nieces and squash this earlier. Um, it all comes from my anger towards Joe Judice, but he's not here anymore, and the past is the past, and I don't want this to affect my relationship with with Gia, the girls. with the girls. Yeah. Um, I love Gabriella so much. No, first of all, gorgeous. I just she's so cute. 
I, but I also just love her. Like, I don't know why I'm here. I don't want to be time. on the show. I don't want to talk about my feelings. Like I am not, I am not part of this family. Like I just, I mean, I am, but I, I just, you know, I think she just has a much clearer lens on how all of this is going than the rest of them do. So I just love her vibe, but I really did appreciate them all being able to talk it out and settle things. And that's the thing about Louie. It's very interesting. Like, it seems, you know, again, that video is super creepy, and I do think he's got some skulls in, in his closet. But this episode, I was like, it does seem kind of genuine. He does seem like he wants to make things good. But, I, I again, I'm going to sleep with one eye open with him and keep an eye out because it, it, it's I, I go back and forth. It's all very weird. I did appreciate, though, that he created this space for all of them to to talk it out. And it's funny. I totally got what he was saying when he started off. Like, you know, he kind of took the baton and said, I'm going to start. And I want to talk about what I want to, you know, take on and what I want to get rid of. And I could hear what he was saying. But I love Joe was like, I'm Italian. You're speaking in code. I okay. do not understand you at all. I was 100% with Joe. Like, I, everything he was saying, though, was just like... This is taken from this. Like, like he, he read it on an Instagram. Someone posted exactly. it on Instagram. And he goes, oh, that's great. I'm going to read that's that. That's exactly what it was. It wasn't his own words. It was like things that he knew sounded good together, which I understood what he was saying to all the different things. But he just like took a bunch of different things that he saw on the Internet or maybe heard at his male retreat and was like, I'm just going to say all this together and it will sound like I'm, you know, really deep and like I understand what's going on here and like open up the room. But I'm with Joe. I'm like, you said nothing, it, sir. It, I went, I went, I went back and forth. I, I really could not put my finger on what, how I felt about the whole thing. And also, while we're talking about Louie, the men in Jersey – are so red, red in the face. <laughs> like, I just don't understand. Like, I I, I, I I, think a part of it is that they're all going out and tanning and just getting sunburned, but y'all have to cut back on the alcohol and the salt in your diet because I think that's also why 100%. you're all so red-faced. You're all drinking too much. You're eating way too much salt, too much sodium in your diet. You're all going to have heart attacks. I'm very concerned about your health. From Frank to Louie to Joe. Um, Mar- Marge's Joe was the only one who's looked you know, healthy normal. and normal. I, I really am concerned about all of your well being. Very, very disheartening. <laughs> well, speaking, I know this isn't a great segue, but speaking about food, I wanted to talk about Jackie and her conversation with Evan. Wow. Really broke my heart. She, I have so much respect for her to have these conversations in such an honest in clear way, I I feel for her so much because I know I know what it's like to feel like you're doing so good and being on the right track, and then something happens and you just go into stress spiral mode, and then you run back into old habits. I mean, you've seen it happen where like I will be totally fine and be good with my food, and then like mm-hmm. I'll get stressed at work, and then like. I'll come over to hang out and all I've had is like a coffee and it's like literally seven o'clock at night. Yeah. And you're like, "Mm, you need to eat something. And it's hard. And it's because it's, it's never, you're cured. You're never cured of anything. Um, when it comes to something like this, it's always going to be a journey. It's always going to be a battle. And it's something that you have to, you know, struggle with every day because even if you are eating, you're always thinking, okay, what am I eating? How am I eating it? It's just, it's just a constant, bug and uh, like a point in the back of your head and so I I mean I really adore Jackie so so much and just seeing her being so open and honest about this just really made me feel so much safer and and okay with myself you know that it's everyone is on the same path like no one is going to be 
perfect all the time. No, and it, absolutely and it's not. Making sure that you take the steps and acknowledge that, and find support systems in your friends and family to to make sure that you're going to be all right, even when you have those bad times and those bad weeks and those bad months. Yeah, because, and I'm really yeah. glad that she has Evan. I feel yes. like Evan and because he's been with her for so long, has a really good understanding of how this all works and what she needs. And I'm glad that the two of them are able to talk about it. I, it breaks my heart that her kids are old enough now to where they're noticing yeah. certain things. And I think that's also part of the stress is that Jackie doesn't want this to translate over to her kids. But I hope Jennifer was watching because what Jennifer did to gas up and light a match and throw it on the gasoline that was the, uh, the the Jackie and Evan drama last season. This is the effect of what you, yeah. you all your pot exactly. stirring does. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and kind of to transition, like I totally understand where Jackie and God, I'm so sorry. What Tiki Barber's wife? I I'm Tracy. Tracy. Thank you. I, I understand and appreciate where they're coming from in terms of being there for Jennifer because having a 10-year secret come out into the light, it, I'm sure is difficult, especially when your kids are now old enough to where they understand what's going on. And again, I, I feel for Jennifer to a certain extent. But this, you ha- I am still team Marge, and I, I get Marge need, needs to cool it and kind of maybe put her guns down a little bit. But I don't think it's fair of Jennifer to get all upset and cry and, and, and play the victim when I love that the Bravo editors are constantly replaying all of the horrible, nasty things that Jennifer has said, because what your words, uh, especially on a show like this, they have consequences. A hundred percent. And it's put Jackie and uh, Marge and Melissa through the ringer and it cannot be ignored and it cannot be just swept under the rug. And until Jennifer owns her part, which she still hasn't done, no, I'm I'm not going. I, I'm still going to be on Team March. I really am. I'm. I mean, I'm on Team March. I have to say. I think. And for Jennifer to stir the pot, I'm sorry, but Jackie's been such a good friend to you, which she doesn't have to be. And then to go over to Dolores and say, "Oh, by the way, Jackie's telling me that you're not a good friend to me." It's like, I, I, yeah, hurt people, hurt people. I guess is what this is. What was what I'm seeing? But uh, it's absolutely outrageous. It's, it's Jennifer just crazy. has not learned a thing. Well, let's let's jump into the the frat party, which <laughs> which I, I did think was very funny. By the way, that picture of Evan, he looked great. Woo! Well, I had to laugh when Jackie was like, you know, I don't think a lot of the friend people in our friends group went away to college, so I want to give them the <laughs> the light shade. There was like, just it lovely. Killed me. She was like, I don't think Teresa like basically, but I did love the theme. I love a good theme party. You know, cake stands. Ice luges, all the above, sounds like a great time to me in a dive bar. But the drama in this event and this party went to a ten beyond. Like, like it, it was a slow burn, but right when that match hit, you know, what is it called? Like the, you know, when you have a firework and it's like a, uh, the fuse. Yes, right <laughs> when the f- latch hit the fuse, <laughs> things popped off. <laughs> I appreciate you trying to get words and sayings right. We're we're growing, we're learning, but you could just again you can't thread the needle. You know, if you can't eat the meat, don't serve the chicken. Oh my god! I just changed it again. It was completely different last time. <laughs> it's just so bad. But I mean, clearly Dolores and Jackie had had a bit to drink, and I think that's yes. also part of it. Literal gasoline was a part of this equation. 
Um, I love again. I love Marge and Melissa being like, "What's happening? What's going on?" Let's like they're literal chickens, just like you know, little hens, just like moving to wherever the drama is. It just cracks me up. Uh, it was a nightmare. You know, we'll see the the rest of it play out next week, but. I hope, and I'm. I, I know that Dolores and Jackie are gonna make up. I think re- as quick as they, as quick as they started fighting, I think they'll quickly make up. But again, the center of all this is Jennifer, and I really need her to own her shit if I'm gonna be on her side fully again. And I don't like. Ooh, there's something about Bill showing up and being like, "Yeah, I'm the victim. My skeletons got brought yeah, out, and uh, like I'm, sir. I'm, I, you know, it's, it's, I'm the one in pain here." It's like, I'm sorry. You cheated on your wife when and she was about to have a baby and you didn't deal with it 10 years ago. And I'm sorry, but things that are put into the dark always come to light. And this is all your fault, Bill. So don't pretend like you need to be consoled. I mean, of course the men are going to, you know, console him because they're men, but Bill, you're the one at the end of the day, who is the problem? Yeah. At the end of the day, you were the one who slept with the pharmaceutical rep while your wife was pregnant and if you don't think that has consequences, if you really just think it's going to be swept under the rug forever, you are delusional. He should be the one out in front yes. protecting Jennifer and also, you know, doing a mea culpa tour. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's walking with his tail between his legs and it's like, sir, own your shit. Own you your shit. You're the one who decided to bang someone else. You're the one who's going to have to deal with it. Yeah. It wasn't her. And she's the one dealing with all this drama. But also at the same time, Jen is just really getting on my nerves with this whole thing because, and Teresa too sometimes. Like, Teresa, how can you not see that what you did is completely different from what Marge did? Yeah, between that and between uh, Teresa sitting there at the barbecue and being like, oh, I'm fine. I've got nothing wrong with me and I have no problems with anyone else. It's like... That is where I always lose my faith in her is when she she is just like Jennifer. She can never admit, I mean, when she's wrong. I mean, maybe for a hot second, but then a year later, she will go back to how she felt originally, and she's so incredibly stubborn. I And the only other thing I want to mention is I am, even though I'm sure it was hard for her, I'm really glad that Dolores and David are not together anymore. Dolores oh. deserves so much better. Um, she's clearly got stuff that she needs to work through with her kids and with uh, Frank, because Frank and the kids are kind of at odds right now. So I'm glad that Dolores can, you know, move on and move up. Well, you know she's got a hot new Irish boyfriend. Oh, she does. Oh, she does. Oh, I'm thrilled. She did the. She did a big reveal on the Instagram. Oh, for Valentine's for Day. For Valentine's I love Day. It. He's cute. He's definitely. You I'm know, assuming he's a step up from David, who I'm sorry, looks like one of the. He's an Irish Frank. Oh, if that makes sense. I will take it. He I will looks, take it. Yeah, he's like very stocky, very Jersey Irish guy. I love it. So Good for her. we'll see how that works and plays out. I'd love to see that relationship next season. Maybe we'll get a taste of it this season if they start dating. I agree. I agree now, but I'm, I have to agree. I think David, David wanted all the perks with none of the play. And it's just, you know, it, it's, it's hard to be led on for that long. And she's like, I don't want to be the girlfriend for 15 years. If something were to happen, like I, I want to be your I, wife. That I totally understood. That's and I, fine. she deserves better. And she's getting it. Uh, I'm ready to see the do not, uh, not do not disturb. I'm ready to see the to be continued. I love a good to be continued. I always love I it. I always love it. You know, just gets me hugged for next week. You know, gets me excited. Okay. Also, one more thing I have to bring up before we move on to OC. Do you think Joe Gorga and Dolores 
had sex? No, I really don't. I, I don't. I, I don't. I didn't buy that one bit. And I, I, I also don't buy that Joe Garga is packing that much. I think that he's fine. I, I think, think he's, he's got fine. a solid set of equipment and he knows how to use it. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's extraordinary. I don't think he's getting high fives from six five football players. No, I think that's, again, I, I oh God, I, yeah. They're just so gross. They're so gross. They're all red faced and sweaty. I just can't. <laughs> Like so gross. Gross. Okay. Let's move on to OC. Yes. Land of weed. <laughs> which we'll okay. get into. Okay. Let's which actually we'll start with that. I have to say, again, my I love Heather Dubrow. This just made me love her even more. The They're drug a, dealer? She's the drug dealer. I love it. And also, like... I could not think of two women who need it more than her and Shannon Bedore. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Like I think she's strong, crazy. I think Shannon should make a full transition out of drinking alcohol and just microdosing marijuana. I think that, cause I know Shannon really is obsessed with uh, quote unquote eating clean, which I think that's a, I don't, I don't think that exists. I think that's a silly thing she, to if say. You press her stomach. It's just air. Matthew. <laughs> I know. It's just she, air. But I think that ha- Shannon does have this goal of, of just putting good things into her body. And yes. I think taking the alcohol out of the equation and, and, and supplementing it with, with weed and with maybe THC and CBD, I think is great for someone who's so high strong and so stressed and in her head so much. I think bringing the temperature down for her, in this way is great. And I just love that Heather Dubrow was the one that introduced it to her. I love her bringing her a beautiful glass bowl with the, with the edibles inside. It just, I love it. I loved how they like would each take a bite. She's like, no, you take a bite first. And they took a bite. And then they had that whole scene of Shannon, like doing crazy things, like knocking, do they have slowing down? Yeah. Slowing down the tempo of her voice. Like, and all just the cookies being obsessed with eating the cookies. It's she's, I, as much as people say they don't like Shannon Bedore. I love Shannon. I'm sorry. There's a reason Miss Storms is on our TV screens because she is a star. And, she, she and she's the right week. amount of crazy that you yes. need. You know what I mean? Because like, there's, a, there's a Noella and a Ramona level of crazy that is unacceptable, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But Shannon's just the right amount for reality TV and for, spe- for specifically the housewives. Because you can hate her one week for being on the wrong side and having an outburst. And then the next week you're loving her because she's the Because her loving. intentions are good. Yes, she's never trying to be malicious. And I know people... People will come at me for that because a lot of people are like, no, she's a crazy bitch who just wants to get away and she's evil, but she's not. She loves her family. She loves <laughs> John. It's, it's at the end of the day, she just wants to micro hashtag micro. Hashtag <laughs> oh my God. I loved it. It was so good. Okay. Let us though speak about Ryan and Jen. Oh my which God. Which was the big topic of this episode. So, Heather and Jen have a conversation because Ryan was punitive. What does that mean? <laughs> I my one of my I have to pause really quick because one of my favorite things about Heather Dubrow is that she uses these SAT words on purpose to make other people feel like they are not on her level, and I find it hilarious because she's just like who the hell uses punitive in like a regular casual conversation talking with your girlfriend i love it i, I eat it up i eat it up i think it's just fabulous i'm 100 percent jen being like i st- i still don't know what punitive means. <laughs> i was gonna google it but i decided not to can you tell me um no i can't okay so see so i truly can't tether to bro no i can't but back to the drama i guess so ryan is fed up and Jen tried to like have a conversation with him after the kids first day of school 
and was trying to express her frustration, obviously, because she's working for the family. She's doing a full-time job. She's helping take care of the kids, which is supposed to be his full-time job. And then he just packs up everything and leaves instead of having a conversation with her. Like, he's just done. I don't think right now they're speaking the same language in terms of how they express themselves. I don't think Ryan likes to talk things out. He clearly likes to sweep things under the rug. And Jen, that's all she needs right now. And so they're completely missing each other. And I can understand Jen's frustration sitting in the car with Heather and being like, I want a divorce. And I don't think she gen- – I don't. I do not think she genuinely does. But I think she's just reaching a breaking point. Um, and it made me feel good though, when she showed up at the party and I love that people were able to chime because Gina's been through a divorce. Uh, Emily, you know, Emily's been on the brink of divorce and we've seen her and Shane almost you know, fall apart. Shane went through one of the worst things anyone could possibly think about with a fighting and then infidelity and having to do that ridiculous boot camp. You know, I love, I, I love that they always will show them doing the, the, tombstone, the, letters, therapy, the tombstone therapy. Ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm glad that they were all able to chime in and go, Hey, the, we've all been there before. We've all experienced this. And some of us were successful. Some of us were not. It's not a reflection on who you are. But here, here's, here's what some you could, Yeah. And meanwhile, Noella. Noella, who I just want to just reach through the TV and strangle. Like I, She's acting like she's been married forever. She's like, my relationship, I'm going through the same thing right now. And it's like, Noella, no, you're not. You literally met this man, had a baby, and like it's been a year. Whereas like these are all these women have, have been in long-standing relationship. Well, and Heather hit it on the head, I think, perfectly when they kind of separated from the group, and Heather said, like, Noella kind of gets her jollies out of bringing people into her, like, realm yes. of negativity. Yes. And, you know, because she's immediately like, oh, uh, do you have a prenup? Oh, like, divorce. Oh, like, because she just wants everyone, you know, misery loves company. Yes. Noella is the, you know, the personification of that saying. Well, it also, I, I also have to say, Emily was great for calling out Noella of being being this person who, you know, wants to talk about the divorce, but only the things that she wants to talk about. And then when someone comes to ask her a question or, you know, get film some of, some of the holes in her story, she gets defensive and doesn't want to talk about it. And then it turn it turns into this whole other beast. And Emily is like, I'm trying to be your friend here. I thought I liked you, but at the end of the day, you're just a defensive person who wants to keep your secrets. Noella is an actress. I'm sorry. At the end of the day, she's playing a role for the show and it's, the cards are showing and it's annoying. Yeah. There's a lot of, t- I mean, I feel like there's like a good amount of talk that like Noella was built for this. I'm like, no, she has completely contorted herself and her to life be to be this. right for this because yes. she's in the most incredible, she's the most insecure person I've ever seen on reality TV. I think truly. And I, I, I just, I, I she's don't not know her authentic self at all. No, absolutely not. And I just don't know where to put her. I, I, I don't know what to do with her. She is a, a contradictory of herself at every turn. And again, I love Emily. I do, but I, I, I'm having a hard time remembering maybe Lisa Rinna, but I'm having a hard time remembering a cast member on one of these shows that it, that stirs the pot more than Emily, even against her own interests and against her own friends. Like Gina is your number one, Emily. And I don't know why you feel the need to kind of jump from, you know, group to group and kind of stir the shit. And I think I love that Shannon in her confessional called her out because I do think that Shannon and Gina have a have a friction going on. But I love that Shannon was able to kind of see like, Emily, why are you stirring the pot? Like, why are you trying to gas this up and make this divide between Gina and I grow? Because and Gina definitely told Emily that in confidence, the whole I think that Shannon might be jealous of mine and Heather's relationship. I, I don't know what to, to do with that. There's a way to deliver that information to Shannon to bring Shannon and Gina together. 
and it's not, well, do you, are you jealous of them? Cause Gina thinks so. It just, it's very high school. And I think, and I, Emily, I know you're better than that. Yeah. I think, and I don't know why you're being such an asshole. I mean, for me, what I think it is, is I think Emily feels like she's been on the sidelines for so much of this show. Agreed. And I feel like she's trying to kind of figure out where she's going to be moving forward as a cast member because she doesn't want to be Gina's sidekick. I mean, they're great as a pair, but at the same time, she doesn't want to be this like drunk wallflower. But at the end of the day, Emily, this is not the way to make a name for yourself in this show. It's not you being this. It's almost like it's kind of gross. And I, I love Emily so much. And if she wants to be a pot stirrer, find a side and stir the pot with Noella be against Noella. Cause it seems like that's where you're all the enemies are lining up against. So get on the right side. Don't try to go against your own friend, your best friend, Gina, who's always had your back always and has always had your best interests at heart. You know, you got, she's going to get herself in trouble very yes. soon. If she hasn't already. Final thing I want to say about OC. Mm-hmm. I love Heather Dubrow. I love the way she talks to her children. I love the acceptance she has in her family. Seeing her conversation with Kat this episode, which we knew because there was a an article that came out earlier in a couple weeks ago, earlier this month, where she expressed that her daughter Kat came out to her as a lesbian. And Kat was like, I think I'm going to take my lesbian flag down because so sad. there was comments on TikTok. You can leave a comment on TikTok. And it's <laughs> like, girl, I'm the same way. I, I don't really know how TikTok works. I'm just getting into it. But at the end of the day, Heather's right. Who cares what anyone else thinks? Your family supports you. We love you. You know who you are. You are coming into your own. So just express who you are. And if anyone has a problem with that, F them at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I growing up in the closet, was hard enough, like mm-hmm. back in what the early two, early late nineties, early two thousands. Oh my god, I'm so, I feel so old by saying that. But I cannot imagine being uh, an LGBTQ person on social media. I cannot because you're probably getting a lot of support, but also getting a lot of negativity and a lot of nasty hate for people you don't know. And I love how Heather navigated that. She's so supportive of her kids. I also appreciate that there is a difference between uh, what Kat went through and what uh, Max went through. Uh, And that, you know, Max was very lucky. It sounds like to have more support than Kat did. And I think that unfortunately that's caused a little bit of friction between them as siblings. And I just love that Heather was able to bridge the gap between, listen, so in terms of being siblings, you're, you're going to have ebbs and flows, but as you grow older, you do grow closer and your relationships change. And also, uh, not everyone's experiences are created equal. And that's yeah. so frustrating and everyone just deserves love and respect and compassion in this world. So no, be who you are. I'm so proud of you and your confidence just lean in and keep moving forward. And at the end of the day, you have me and you have your dad and you have your, you have your family. Um, and again, I get Heather can be narcissistic and she can be, you know, she can throw her wealth around she can be punitive. and, and she, whatever she can be, she can be, uh, you know, stuck up. I totally get that. But again, if I'm going to stack her up against some of the other women across this, across these franchises, Heather to me is a star and she really she is. is one of the better ones. And, and I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, you know, I called her Regina George a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, she and did. Maybe I was a little harsh, but at the same time, I do really like her. I think she's fantastic for the show. She is someone who is built for this because, as much as we hate to say it, she is being her authentic self. A hundred percent. And I'll moment. take you know, she can say or do things sometimes that are obnoxious, but at the end of the day, if she's a f- phenomenal mom, like I'm on her side. Same. If she, if she's raising these kids to be so, and they really do seem like wonderful kids. 
they're absolutely incredible. Like it's, it's so beautiful to see her just be a great, a great and supportive mother at the end of the day. I love it. Which is all that these kids need. Yeah. I think that's everything. I'm again. I'm sad to not be able to talk about Salt Lake. I know. Um, I hope all of you, by the way, quick little tangent. I hope you're all watching Ultimate Girls Trip. If you didn't catch it on Peacock, it's on Bravo right now. My mom finally is on the train. She called me last night, being like, "Ramona, I just I don't understand what we. I don't know what to do with her." I'm like, "I know, I know. It's it's devastating." But yeah, if y'all aren't watching it, catch it now before it leaves Bravo. Um, because I think pretty soon we're gonna get to Ultimate Girls Trip Part Two. I'm I'm anxiously waiting for that announcement. I'm very nervous for Ultimate Girls Trip second season because oh, it's, can't wait. I, it's I'm, gonna be I'm, good, I'm but it's gonna be it. it's gonna be a lot. That cast is psychotic, but I'm so excited to see Taylor Armstrong back on my screen and Jill and, Jill and all of the exiled wives that I love so much are returning, and um, I I'm ready to see it. Vicky, Tamara, and Brandy. I don't know if I'm ready for them though. It's gonna be wild. It's literally putting an atomic bomb together with a bunch of dynamite. It's just, it's, it's fabulous. By the way, did you know Dorinda? I, I follow real estate news cause I'm a nerd. Dorinda put up her Manhattan apartment that the crazy lady with the, the tan and the lips got her. Oh yeah. It's okay. Listed. All right. So she's moving. It's time for her to, move I think on. she's just, I think she's moving just to the Berkshires. I think she's, I think finding a home. Yeah. There. Bluestone Manor, I think is her, her happy place. It's our happy place, too. (laughs) Well, like Matthew said, I think we mentioned it all. We will be back next week with all of our shows. And we just want to let you know, I know you're going to be 3LW and say we're making a lot of promises, promises. But we had a great strategy conversation for the content for the next year, for 2022. That's what year we're in, right? Yeah, 2022. It's hard to know these days. And we've got some really fun stuff coming up the pipeline for you. Some old favorites that you might remember coming back, either guest co-hosts or segments that we've done previously are going to be coming. And we've got some new things in the works as well. So stay tuned. We're really excited. We're going to give you more content, more hot and bravoed. More us. Because <laughs> you, you can't get enough, I'm can't sure. Can't get enough. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening to, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And make sure you're following us on social media by searching at Hot and Bravo at H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And we'll see you next time. Have a great week, y'all. Bye.